everyone and welcome to the Shillong Saga. With us on this episode, we have Nivedithya Shivakumar, who <clears throat> has worked at Wipro Technologies, at Tata Motors, at Amazon and at Meta amongst others. With her plethora of experience across various industries, we thought it would be a fun conversation to have with a pass out of a PGP-14 batch. So Nivedithya, let's get right into it. After living all your life in Tamil Nadu, how did you feel when you first came to Shillong from one corner of the country to another? Yeah, first of all, thanks a lot guys for having me uh, here. I've been listening to each podcast and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So I feel honored to be actually part of this podcast uh, series as well. Uh, to answer your question, I come from a remote uh, tier two city uh, or town in Tamil Nadu. So Getting to Shillong from there took me a little bit like 24 plus hours and that's the same time it takes me to get from the US to US to my hometown. So uh, that's crazy. So traveling from one corner to another totally uh, was totally uh, tiresome and from a travel perspective. But uh, apart from that, coming from Tamil Nadu, uh, the places where I've been have just one season throughout the year. It's summer all throughout and all of a sudden being among the clouds, the cool breeze, everything. I really, really enjoyed the weather in Shillong. It was uh, just amazing. However, my first day on campus was pretty terrifying. So uh, everyone was talking uh, around in Hindi. Uh, It was like, do people already know each other? Am I the only one new here? So I was wondering how am I gonna fit in here, right? So over a period of time, I learned a little bit of Hindi, not fluently, but enough to actually understand what people were talking about. And people would switch to English when I was around. So they made me feel welcome. So uh, that somehow uh, worked out for me. Uh, One last thing I would like to say is that I felt uh, intense imposter syndrome when I first came to Shillong. Most of us are used to being toppers, A-plus students uh, throughout our school and undergrad and suddenly being amongst so many people who were really good and um, uh, had great experience, especially for someone who came in right out of uh, undergrad. I I felt uh, like, did I really deserve to be here Uh, and and things like that. And uh, I think uh, my study group helped me a lot. So in a safe environment where I was able to share ideas and everyone welcomed and uh, asked each other, what do you feel about the topic, etc. And also participating in case study competitions, I slowly got over my imposter syndrome. Right. Uh, that is really interesting. Uh, on on that note, uh, you know, a very similar thing that happens in our batch as well is like uh, there people generally feel comfortable uh, around people who speak the same language. So in uh, uh, so initially the friend circles, you know, sort of develop like that as well. And uh, I've seen that, you know, at various events, uh, sometimes it's so nice to be able to communicate to each other right across the room, uh, just in that one language and which could be anything uh, from a slang to any secret that you want to convey to them across the room and nobody else would get it. So I've always seen, you know, that as a positive point and I uh, kick myself that I don't know any other language other than Hindi or English. So, my co-host here, Avinash, also shares your undergrad college 
uh, which is SSN College of Engineering. So he would have a couple of questions to ask you as well about that. Before that, but what he Agar says is true because we are in a gang of people where there are Bengalis, there are Telugu people, there are Tamil people, and there are few, you know, like Central Indians, North Indians. Okay, so Hindi everybody understands now. Okay, there's no secret tongue for Abhishek to understand. Whereas you know, like we start speaking in Tamil, then people start speaking Bengali. Like there's just everything passing around, and he's like, no, what do I do? <laughs> so like this was his, you know, positive. He said he's promised he'll learn at least few words in Tamil before he leaves. <laughs> But yeah, and. Okay. Um, Like uh, Nivedha, you're stepping up from SSN to Shillong. So uh, I had done the same job, and uh, honestly, which campus do you rate is better? I loved Shillong 100%. Like I, I would always rate it uh, the best campus that I've been on. Uh, not just because of the weather uh, around, right? But the kind of people I got to interact with in uh, Shillong. It was. multicultural when i was in uh, chennai tamil nadu um, it was usually everyone had a very similar mindset but when i moved completely to the other side of the world uh, it uh, other side of the pretty much of the country um, i got to meet like you mentioned people from bengal maharashtra etc and everyone brings with them a different culture uh, and also different cuisine and i'm a big time foodie and i really really enjoyed trying out the food in uh, shillong i will never uh, i i think i was there uh, at the momo uncle shop right outside the nongtamai campus every uh, every single day i loved the uh, kala chana and the chow mein that he used to serve and uh, I I really uh, really liked uh, being in uh, Shillong and also exploring the places around right breathe uh, Cherrapunji I was not big time into hiking or uh, trekking back then I am now but uh, I wish I had done some more of that back uh, back in those days Yeah like most of these places you've said like not only the juniors have started exploring out of this because their campus life has just started and they're at the Nongtamai campus Yeah. yeah. And honestly like I feel the same okay. Like Shillong is much <laughs> higher than Assam any day. But totally. <laughs> and uh so I have a question here. So if we just look back at the archives, basically we checked you on LinkedIn and you know, we noticed that you were an office bearer of bites. Like was it here that you know like your uh, willingness, you know, and interest for IT and broadband began or was it from before? I was always into IT from a young age. I think I got my first computer when I was six or seven, and this was like the large, bulky computer with a huge uh, CPU and a CD-ROM drive. And I think uh, I got my computer before we had internet at home. So uh, I, my dad got a bunch of uh, CD-ROMs which had uh, games like Adventures in Speaking English and Carmen Sandiego, and I grew up playing those games, and that started my fascination for uh, computers. And uh, but after that, I. did some programming i did logo and cubasic i don't know if those languages even exist or anyone studies them today but i did that during my tweens and then uh, went on to uh, do java c++ and um, pretty much directly went into bachelor's in information technology uh, right out of school um, but then somewhere sometime when doing my bachelor's i realized that i did not want to be a hardcore coder i wanted to understand uh, 
use technology to solve business problems and uh, that is kind of how um, I, my interest in IT started I think in uh, at Shillong I was always into systems I took every single course that Basav sir uh, taught and there were my some God. courses which uh, <laughs> I, I loved his courses and there were some courses which uh, were actually dropped because we didn't have enough students picking and i used to be so sad when that happened to be an it course right so uh, that's kind of um, yeah my interest in it nebe these are the students we are actually scared of okay if they make a majority we'll have to take courses of basav sir in term 6 also <laughs> the courses are definitely strenuous but i think they definitely uh, help uh, on the long run a lot of the things i learned uh, i do on excel these days i think i learned from a basis for using sumif and offset and everything you don't uh, you don't really realize how important these are when you're uh, doing the course but uh, i've been able to be an excel wizard that uh, folks look up to at office like because of that <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that's crazy maybe we could also use some excel knowledge right now <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so ca- coming just coming on to that you know i still remember how uh, every single student uh, was running around when we had our uh, dashboard assignment submission uh, looking around for you know various dashboards that seniors had made taking references from the past but we could not you know copy them fully because baza uh, sir would otherwise you know uh, uh, get on our backs for plagiarism so yeah i mean uh, even when the juniors came to us for advice about their own uh, assignments we were like ki any assignment uh, you want you can you know take inputs from our assignments but don't do that with basav sir's assignment because he'll make you sign a declaration and all of that yeah well. the declaration <laughs> which he signed the first sheet of the excel yeah <laughs> that is one really tough assignment uh, i i definitely recall that and I, if i recall right moodle that we used to submit uh, our, uh hey, just a second uh, guys so this is proof that we've been using moodle for 10 years and it hasn't changed <laughs> okay <laughs> yes sorry navi to cut you please go ahead but i think uh, even that had a plagiarism check and uh, uh yeah i i totally uh, hear you it was uh, and i think both the person who shared their assignment and the one who actually got their assignment were penalized so uh, i i totally hear you it was very tricky mm. so uh, so yeah just uh, you know navi uh, moving along uh, about the interview as well about the podcast so uh, how did your move to the us come about like uh, how did you transition into living your life in the us and when did you think that you were you know actually willing to take that leap of faith and you were actually wanting to move to a country outside of india was that always on your mind or was it something you know you thought about eventually yeah uh, yeah that's a that's a very interesting question so um i met my husband uh, back then uh, my boyfriend when i was in my uh, undergrad at ssn so he went on to do his uh, masters in uh, in the us so even when i was in uh, my mba in, in india 
I always knew that at some point in time we wanted to be together in the same place. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, very interested in pursuing my MBA from uh, India, from NIIM. So I went on to do that, and then I moved to Mumbai, which is where I worked with uh, Tata Motors. And um, I had a great life in Mumbai, uh, moving from Shillong, which where things closed at like. 4 p.m. to somewhere where things are open till 3 a.m. It was like, wow, where, where am I living, right? So I had a great life. Uh, work was okay. It was probably not uh, the best fit for me in terms of career. And I did um, uh, at some point in time, uh, me and my um, uh, husband then had a conversation about who wants to make the transition. Do I move to the U.S. or? Does he move to India? And I think it made more sense for me to uh, move there because he was thoroughly enjoying his job in the U.S. And as you know, U.S. is uh, usually a land of opportunities. So uh, at some point in time, I was like, "Let's do it." Uh, uh, pull the plug uh, on uh, my career in India, and then uh, made the jump uh, over over to the uh, U.S. And uh, I think. Uh, Uh, I even gave my GMAT right before because what if I don't get a job right? I wanted to make sure that I had another option of pursuing uh, studies there. But uh, luckily, I stumbled into product management like five months into moving into the US, and I think I fell in love with the job role so much that for the last uh, five years or so, I've been in the same field with different companies. So, yeah, I really love what I do, and I think. uh being fearless and making the jump is probably one of the best decisions i've made in life yeah so i can understand you know the switch you making uh in the job front so but in a personal touch what you know was a you know welcome change for you or anything that surprised you when you switched to the us Yeah, I think the, my first uh, few uh, months in the US, it was very difficult because in the, in Mumbai, I was used to being surrounded by friends. Uh, we used to meet over the weekends, etc. All of a sudden, in the US, I didn't have any friends. Uh, back then, uh, I didn't have anyone from uh, I am Shillong within the Shillong area. Now there are a few folks uh, here. Uh, there were none of them in the Seattle area back then, so. It was a little difficult in terms of me figuring out how to um, how to gel well within the environment. So, in order to make friends, I uh, pursued a certification from University of Washington. Learned to drive for the first time. I didn't realize driving is so important because in India you can take a taxi and go anywhere. Like here, in like going to the gym was even pretty expensive. So, uh, learning to drive was uh, an important step for me. and what shocked me the most was portion sizes in the us right when i go to a restaurant the plates are so so huge and i it, people never share their plate in the us they usually order a dish for themselves and take the remaining with them uh, they say take away what we say take away in india is to go in the us so they just take things with them and i was uh, there there have been times when i've actually ordered my favorite dishes in the restaurant and have been full by just seeing the plate because uh, the because the portion sizes are so huge and even at the grocery store the onions that you find in the us are three times the size of what you find in india it's like 
uh, it's crazy uh, how how different some of these uh, things are in the US. Yeah, these are stuff maybe we look forward to. But uh, Nive, before, before that, I just have one quick follow up on something she said, which was, you know, uh, it was interesting that you spoke about uh, GMAT. So, uh, so how how different uh, you worked with graduates, MBA graduates in India, and you worked with MBA graduates uh, in the US as well. So, how how do you think these people are different and? what have you gotten to learn from these people and your experiences and interactions with them can you tell us something about that maybe how are people so different so i've worked with both people but i did not study in the us uh, just to make it uh, super clear uh, didn't stu- do didn't do my mba in the us so uh, what i've noticed is that when people go for their uh, mba in the us they always have like 3 to 5 a minimum of 3 to 5 years of work experience maybe more at this stage in their career people usually know very well what they are looking for so they can fine tune what subjects they pick where where they want to uh, spend the most amount of time uh, during their uh, mba so i felt like uh, folks uh, when they move into mba in the us were more thought, had had a lot more thinking done around what they wanted to do right out of college while in the case of myself when i did my mba in uh, in india i i had i was just out of college so i didn't really know what i wanted to do i was just i knew i wanted to do something in the field of it but i was exploring had i known that something like product management ex- uh, existed based on my interactions with folks at work i might have like pushed management to introduce more product management course back in the days i you probably have those courses today but we didn't have them back then that's all for this week's episode of the shillong saga we'll see you again next friday